the show. It's so nice to have you here, you. Sophia from Quantum Astrology. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Nice to be here. And Becca is down here as well. Hi, Becca. Yes. Hi, Sophia. Super excited to be talking to you today. Yeah, we just had a chat off air and oh my Lord, I'm like, my brain is like zing, zing, zing around my head at the moment, trying to put it all together. Sophia is an incredible um, astrologer, a uh, great friend. And yeah, we met uh, probably a couple of years ago or so. And uh, I just love people who keep it real. And I feel like Sophia is that sort of person. I introduced um, Sophia to Becca because I just thought Becca's going to love this lady. She's going to love her. And she's just really super real. And I love that. So that's why, you know, I wanted to get you Thank on the you. show. Just to have a do I ever? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do I ever? Yeah. Say it as it is. Say it as it is. Yeah. So um, we have a few things that we wanted to talk about with you, Sophia, and we are going to sort of do this on a regular basis. But today we're sort of speaking around a few, I guess, important things that are coming up for this mm. uh, month in June is when we're recording. So there was just a few things that I thought it'd be really great to talk about. However, Sophia, how did you sort of, I guess, come to astrology? It might be good to get some background. Okay. You know, how did you get into this? Look, I, um, I've always been interested in the planet, how it affects our daily life and things like that. And the, the truth is in 2013, I was sitting at a cafe and I was reading a book and this screen appears in front of my third eye shuts out the whole world and I get taken back to ancient Egypt and I'm a little boy about 11 years old and my master was standing on the left hand side and I was shown the astrological wheel and from that point on it was a split five seconds this whole thing happened but when you get a download that's all it takes and I was just from then on I could just read and I I don't know how it was just just happened that's so bloody amazing. I know, right? I tell anyone and they're like, not possible. And it's true. That's that's the true story. I've been, I've always been interested in the metaphysical world. You know, I've always sensed I'm an empath, but that was my most profound moment. And then from that point on, I mean, I can um, obviously we all learn as we go, mm. but it just intuitively just comes. And then wow. once I start talking, I just start talking. Yeah, yeah, all the intuition. Beck, did you have anything right. to ask Sophia here? I just, it's interesting to to know. I mean, this happened in uh, 2013, mm. and, and as you said, we're all still learning, always learning. Um, but how did that feel for you at the time? Was it sort of um, overwhelming for you? Because, uh, you know, some people get these things and they're, right. they're quite overwhelmed by it, and then other people are just like, oh, I think. Yeah. That just I, happened. Right. So I had my cappuccino <laughs> in my hand at the time, but that's okay. Um, I, it, it was, but because I was, I understood downloads and things like that, it was, oh, wow. I just got shown a past life. Do you know what I mean? Um, that's how I felt. It just, you, it's a knowing, you know, when you have that knowing that this was you, but I wasn't a female then. I was a male and I was, uh, 11 years old I, I was not more than 11 years old at all mm-hmm. so it was very profound and I've always resonated with ancient Egypt always um so I mean you would understand Michelle Beck when it's a knowing it's yeah. a knowing yeah so 
Yeah. That's how I felt. Yeah. You know the difference. It's not your imagination. Yeah. But the thing is, it does feel like imagination. A lot of people say it that does. when you start doing this yeah. sort of work. They're like, oh, but this is my imagination. And it's no, like, too that's, different. That's what it feels yeah. like. I mean, that's yeah. when you're doing mediumship or whatever, it feels like you're making it up until they go, oh, yeah, blah. And you're like, oh, great. That made sense. Yeah. Um, that's incredible, Sophia. I just can't get over that. And it's almost like you're, you're chosen. It's like, um, I guess, you know, any kind of old art or ancient art, it's like Reiki, you know, um, whoever it is that, you know, rediscovers these amazing things. It's like that's you're right. chosen, like you're chosen to do that. You know what I've I've realised on this journey? It's just something you perfected in a past life. Yeah. And, you know, totally. we always, we've got different paths that we must always do, but whatever we've perfected, or, you know, not mastered but perfected and then yeah. we're here for mastery and whichever path we choose to take, which we'll talk about, um, it just becomes second nature. It's like those kids who come into this world mm. who are great musicians and you're like, where did they learn that from? Well, That's obviously it. it was carried on from past life. Yeah, totally agree with that. Um, and everything, health and everything comes into that too, phobias right. and the whole lot. Um, now, Sophia, we do have a couple of interesting things coming up. So you mentioned mm. to us off air about um, the solstice, the strawberry full moon. Mm. There's a lot of interesting things come up. We talked a bit about Chiron. So some people at home, um, our listeners may not know what some of those terms are, but Saturn, Uranus right. and Chiron are three things you mentioned to us off yes. air. So what's sort of happening with all of that um, and our work that we need to do? Okay, so we've got the full moon in Sagittarius happening on the 14th of June this year. Mm-hmm. Would have passed by now. But um, it's called the strawberry uh, full moon. Now, the strawberry full moon happens once a year, obviously, but in the month of uh, June. It's corresponding full moon in, in Sagittarius. And the reason why this is one of the most profound um, full moons is also because the solstice is happening after that. But this is the activation. This is the awakening. This is the frequency that's needed for the new wave of people to enter into the fifth dimensional space. Now, you know, everyone wants to talk about this 5D, but we're going to be real key. You know, entering into a higher consciousness can only, only ever be applied if you've done your work in your 3D base, you know, doing your work. And I'm not saying you've got to master your work by 3D, but actively participating and consciously working on yourself to enter into that 5D space. Now, you know, Saturn is our biggest, uh, people like to say karma, but it's, you know, it's actually our biggest teacher, one of our major planets of teaching. Now, if we're not going to learn our lessons in 3D space, the world can shift off into the 12th dimension, but you'll still be stuck on your three-dimensional level until you do the work. Now, the big jump between, you know, Chiron's in the middle between Saturn and Uranus. To do that leap, you've got to hit your wounding. Mm. Wounding work is so revolutionary. And I'm, I'm not here to preach or anything, but, you know, I'm also doing some of my work. Am I constantly doing it? Obviously, we have days off. But we are working every day to consciously make an effort to heal our wounds. Yeah. Now, you know, this 5D uh, talk is so prominent these days. But, do you, you know, being in 5D takes a lot of responsibility. You know, people have a misconception. 
you got to walk your, you know, walk your walk, talk your talk, and practice everything you preach. So we have a new wave of generation. And, you know, a lot of people who get into the wave of the 5D because it's coming and they're going to start to feel that through the new moon in Gemini entering into that space, um, you know, it can happen, you know, it, it, the Kundalini awakening has to happen during that time period. I mean, you might get a glimpse, but you know what? You're going to wake up in one world and you're going to go to bed in another world. And are you ready for that? You know, like we're being real key. It's not all glitters and golds. You have a massive responsibility when you enter into a 5D reality. Your whole life shifts, you know, and, and not everybody, you know, it, you don't stay in a 5D space. You, it's not possible. The earth's just arising into that frequency. Mm-hmm. It's going to take 2,500 years for the earth to master its 5D space. frequency, okay. Right, in yep. that Aquarius age, you know, but the, um, and obviously the whole world has to come up into that. And if you're not going to raise your consciousness, yep. Gaia has said no more entry of souls that don't want to raise the consciousness of the earth. Mm. That's where that's at. That's incredible. I love what you said. They go to sleep in one world and wake up in another world. How profound is that? Because it's the truth. It is. Yeah. You know, and it's not going to be, uh, you know, the most beautiful experiences. Yeah. It it, it can't be, you know. And and there's a saying, another level, another devil. And they're your (laughs) woundings. Do you know what I mean? It's not we say devil. I'm saying it's woundings, you know, that's the the analogy behind it yeah there's so many great um yeah great little quotes there i love that mm. um and it's truth you know that's what we do we're all truth seekers that's right. um so we talked about the emotional intelligence earlier you know the processing that's all where the work mm. is happening um so and you see a lot of people i guess who are stunted you know for whatever reason they've really struggled to get kind of further but it doesn't mean that you can't do it you know, everyone can sort of learn emotional intelligence. I mean, everyone can learn. Uh, it depends how strong one's ego is. Okay. There's yeah, a lot. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of, you know, other things at stake here. Yeah. Um, but then also if we're looking at it astrologically, uh, a lot of people you'll see it in their chart, especially those with zero degrees and 29 degrees of certain planets, uh, you know, your zero degrees just coming in, trying that new planet, you know, that uh, new element out. Could be in mm-hmm. Virgo, could be in Sagittarius. But the 29s, people who have planets at 29 degrees find very hard how to deal with it because mm-hmm. this is your lesson. This is mm-hmm. how you have to get it. And it will keep repeating and keep repeating until you get it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's interesting. That's challenging. Sounds challenging. Mm. Have you got anything for Sophia here? Yeah, I just wanted to to um, just sort of clarify something there, which I found very interesting. Was what you were saying with the five D vibration and just sort of coming into it, mm. um, and 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 you can't. You were, you sort of said Sophia that you can't sort of stay in there and you come sort of back a bit, and then it's kind of like that that. Mm. I guess when you're learning to swim, you know, you put your That's feet right. in the water first mm. and then you, you come back out just exactly. as a Great analogy. example for people at home. You know, we, yeah. We've got to get all of it into 5D, our emotional thinking, mm. the way we speak, the way we, we act, 
you know, it's a big process. We're dealing with how many years of programming in 3D reality. Do you know what I mean? And now we've got to apply it. Well, we've got to change. And, and, you know, everyone sleeps and that's not a bad thing. What's a bad thing is when you sleep and you stay there. Do you know what I mean? Then this is where we're saying you've got to learn, you know, and everyone can learn and move on and, and go into these different dimensions. But you've got to raise the consciousness to do so. You can't view things. That's right. And you you can't view things from a point of perspective of what caused it. You know, you've got to look at when you go into these different levels. And I've learned from a great friend of mine, you know, and I've seen it all as well. And um, when you get into these different levels, you've got to look at possibilities of outcomes. You can't be stuck. You know, when we're in the lower dimensions, we think, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, what are we doing? But then when we go into a high dimension, you know, consciousness, we've got to go, okay, well, what's the outcome? Let's get to a solution. Mm. This is how we're working in these different realities. Yeah. The outcome or solution is important. Mm. And while you were talking, I was actually thinking a lot about Dolores Cannon, who does the um, the best. Yeah. Yeah. I I was as well, Michelle. I was going to actually mention that before to you, Ah. kind of like Dolores. (laughs) Funny. Because... Wow. You know, one of the things that they talk about in that, and for those the listener at home who doesn't know about Dolores, I'll put that into the oh. show notes. I'll just make a note here, show notes. Um, so that will be, we'll put some links and info. Dolores has passed. Um, they're just info to yeah, her pages and resources. Yeah. And yeah, some time ago. Yeah. But everything with three waves of volunteers, um, which is just the most incredible book I've ever read in my yeah. life, um, is just profound. It's like everything makes sense for now. Everything that she talked about everything. in that book just makes sense for now. And I was thinking about, they were saying in that, because um, you see hypnotherapists took people to like a real deep level, like a very different level, um, which I think would be great for psychic mediums because um, Beck and I, you know, Beck's um, done some hypnotherapy mm. and myself and some of the other big girls in the group. And we found that sometimes we just don't go deep enough. We don't feel like it's that's, enough. Yeah, that's the Sambianic, uh, what's it? Oh, yeah, level. I know what you're saying. Yeah, right. Yeah, Somniatic or, yeah. Yeah, something like that, right? Yeah. 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 So I would have loved to have met Dolores, um, and I think that would have mm. been a really good experience for both of us. Um, but she was talking about in that, forgetting about those who, so those of us who were going, I guess, into the fifth dimension and ascending, going into the kind of new earth energy, because it was this kind of thing, like how do you, the, how do they go there and then okay. I don't realise they've gone. Okay. And, so, yeah, yeah, I just think okay. that's an interesting point. And it's funny how that happens. And it's, it, okay, so I, I can give you a bit of glimpse on it. Uh-huh. Um, scenario, friends with one person you've known all your life. However, you've chosen to consciously work on yourself and raise your consciousness. But this other person who you're friends with constantly wants to repeat the story and stay in a victim mentality, Okay. You raise your consciousness. You're trying to give this person solutions. You're still together, but you're worlds apart. Mm-hmm. And that was the pull of the 3D world and the 5D world. So we're not saying physically you're going to be separated from the 3D world. Eventually it will happen. But constantly right now what's happening is those who do not vibrate at your level. And, uh, you know, and there's no judgment. Everyone's here for their own, you know, growth. And it's up to the individual if they choose to grow. You know, you can't force someone to grow. But if you're here to grow in your contract, you will grow mm. no matter what. Do you know what I mean? Uh, 
a lot of people grow up at 38, then the next big one is 41, and then the next big one will hit at 52, you know, uh, and then 63, 64. So there's constant levels that you're given through planetary alignments to grow, but the world's apart between the 3D and 5D. Energetically, you can feel it. Mm. It's a big pull. It's a very big pull. That's so that's what big, they say, yeah. That's such a big thing this week too because literally I had a girl in here this week and a lot of stuff's been coming up around mental health um, with people dealing with mm. mental health or family members or mm. friends. And um, I had a girl say to me, because um, I was talking around, you know, her friendships or, you know, always lifting others up or like counselling. I was like, you're not, you're not a counsellor, but I feel like you're counselling everyone. What's going on with this? Um, and mental health kept coming up and she said, well, um, my best friend, and a couple of my other friends um, all suffer from really severe mental health issues. And I feel like I'm always kind of counselling them. She was actually, I think, working as a nurse um, in oncology, and but she was counselling all of these people. And she felt really guilty. She was like, I don't know what to do. You know, um, my partner's telling me I should, you know, let my best friend go kind of thing. And I was like, well, you know, all you can do is, you know, give, let her do the work, you know, because you can't, it's not enabling, you can't sort of enable this or, you know, it's not going to fix it, but, you know, see if she wants to do the work, she doesn't want to do the work, then I guess you would to make your mind up, you know, make a decision about that. But it's in alignment with what you took. Everyone's knowing this now. She's trying to ascend and she's like, these other people are kind of holding me here. You've got to understand what happens is while you're trying to ascend, they're trying to pull you back down. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, it's the battle between the dark and the light. Look, at the mm. end of the day, the light's already won. We're just playing yeah. it out. Yeah. We're just playing it out. And, you know, it's not to judge these other souls. No. It's just that they have a role to play as well. Correct. And that role in our life is for us to ascend, but we've got to make the choice and the yep. difficult decision to let them go. Mm-hmm. That was their role. And once we view things from a different perspective, and, you know, everything makes sense from the higher perspective because our ego doesn't lie there. Mm. It's when we're entrenched in the ego in the lower perspectives, we feel victimised or we're suffering. But when we look at the other side of things, we're like, oh, is that what it was? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, big kick in the pants. Beck, do yeah. you have anything? Yeah, I just wanted to say it's kind of like um, having the hindsight beforehand. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I think um, moving forward, Sophia, I mean, we're talking about the 5D and things like that. Obviously, there's a lot of planetary sort of things going on. We've got Mercury in retrograde. There's a lot of stuff. It's super challenging. It's like there's so much triggering. Like I feel like there's a lot of triggering and a lot of the um, wartime people have been coming through in my readings lately, which is um, PTSD, mental health. Mental health is going to be very big. Okay. Yeah, and telecommunications, um, technology, all of that okay, stuff under Mercury. So, yeah. Well, Mercury comes out of retrograde on the 3rd of January. Um, sorry, sorry, June. June. 3rd of June, sorry, yeah. apologies. And um, which is good, but there's a post period, right? So we've got two weeks post. Um, so that comes out, that plays a big part in technology, you know, eruptions, uh, failure of devices and you know, writing contracts, miscommunication is a big thing because it's ruled by Gemini. Mm. Um, so, you know, but we also, at our level of understanding that, how do we apply it? You know, and, and this is why astrology is great, is once we're conscious of a planet, of what it does, then you wouldn't put yourself in a firing line for it to happen. 
Do you know what I mean? Like Mercury retrograde is there so we can sit back, take a step back and just analyse. We go over our, one of the things about always happens in a retrograde is past always comes back in. Teach you your lessons. Wow. Teach you, right? You know, someone from the past will always jump back in Mm -hmm. to try and, right, it's just a common theme. Mm -hmm. But, you know, how we view Mercury retrograde at our level is how it's going to affect us. Ah, okay. Right? Yep. So we put the energy on that planet, mm-hmm. right? I mean, touch wood. Right now, I'm not feeling a Mercury retrograde at all right now. It's been intense. Different things change. But we just can't blame the planet. Oh, Mercury's in retrograde. Oh, that's okay, me. So, that's me all the right? time. Yeah, Mercury right. retrograde. <laughs> yeah, what a yeah, joke. No, let's blame Mercury, right? <laughs> You know, when we view it and say, hold on, Mercury retrograde is here for me to sit back and, and analyse what's been happening so when it comes out of retrograde, I can go, right, I'm not going to repeat that lesson again. Boom. It's like an right? opportunity, isn't it? It's an opportunity exactly. to Yeah. Right? And it happens, any, you know, either three or four times a year depending which year it's in. And, you know, we've got Saturn going retrograde on the 5th two days later. So this is these are big planets. These are your outside planets that are going to affect us mm. and how are we going to deal with things that are going to pop up you know Saturn is our ruler of you know restrictions but it's also our lessons it's our guide in what to do am I taking it too far you know so now we're you know stepping back and now evaluating what are we really this month everyone's going to be sitting back going what am what do I want the next six months? We've got the mm-hmm. solstice. Okay. Mm. We're trying to put into practice what the next six months are gonna bring. Remember, we're in 2022. We're in a year of revelations. Big revelations. Sophia, I don't know what's going on at the moment. Is she mind reading as well, Rebecca? <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly my question I just wrote we down got, for you yeah all right, I was like yeah. what's happening for the rest of the six months 2022 I, I, what does the year I mean you're saying on. everything I'm even asking oh this is is she doing the I'm same so, to you Rebecca that's all right we'll just sit back and just let her talk wow that's Don't incredible continue you know, you know, it up on my, you're, you're reading yeah. what <laughs> keep going keep going that's amazing and you know you know the two 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 everyone you know I I I understood the frequency of the 222 when it happened, you know, the, the love. And all. Yeah, but listen, let's be real, right? I'm going to be real. If you ain't in a love frequency, you ain't getting no love, no. right? Because you got yeah. two, two, two. You got major duality happening. You got people in this world that are going to face their demons and their light all at the same time. God damn. People are playing out a duality here. A lot of relationships. Are coming to light. Mm-hmm. What's really <laughs> happening in my relationship? Am I living some fantasy? Because oh that two, God. two, two, right? <laughs> it can all highlight. Oh, right. that's it, right? <laughs> that two, two. Yeah, and, and this is what I like. And everyone's. Like, I need to step out. Yes, continue. Yeah, two, 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 and I'm like, oh my oh, God, yeah, really? How about your life get turned around? Right, make your life go a backflip. And you know what? People played on this two, two, two. And I'm like, exactly. Good luck. Go for it because I'm just sitting back. I ain't participating in that, right? <laughs> it's not just about the not. love, it's about cooperation. Mm-hmm. And, right. And, you know, it, 
people forget about that. Yeah, they but, just expect it to come to them, but not actually no, cooperate exactly. with people. Mm-hmm. And you're you, you know, I laugh because <laughs> you've got the two, 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 pure duality, right? And then you've got the two, two, two makes a six, right? So you've got the six in its high vibration, which is love, beauty. What's it in its lower vibration? Lust. Mm-hmm. Um, ah. Right? You've got the yeah. love side of things. You've got the secretive side of things. Exes? Yes. Yes. Yeah. You're going to see the biggest, I mean, I shouldn't really be saying this, but I'm just going to say it. You're going to see the biggest amount of people finding out their husbands are cheating on them this year. You'll ever find all the females yeah. cheating. It, yeah. It's a duality year. It's meant to happen. Wow. Right? I should have said that, but it's true. Right. No, but that's, that's right. yeah. Everyone is clients. living a yeah. major duality. Wow. And that is yeah. one of everyone's woundings, and I don't care what anyone says. Everyone is living a duality until you reach a state of yourself, I'm being who I want to authentically be. Mm. And until you reach that state of authenticity, you, my friend, are living a duality. Mm-hmm. And I'm the culprit as well. And I'm not going to say I'm no master. I am no master because I am still living and learning the biggest lessons of my life. And you will see it goes from family to friends to lovers. This year, everyone will be tested. Everyone. And this is the ego really, isn't it, that we're talking about here? It's the ego, but it's also, it's an awakening. Mm. It's in a way we've got the golden age coming in 10 years from now. Ah, uh, 2032. Okay. Reads my mind. Yes. <laughs> we, we've got the golden age. We have it's to. my list over here. Yeah. We've we, we got to. You yeah. know, we've got so much transport. Forget about the days pre 2020. They don't exist anymore. And you know what? Thank God. Because we've, you know, why would we want things to stay the same? We, we can't grow when things stay the same. Mm. Nothing grows in, 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 look, you grow to get to light, but you've got to grow in your darkness. you really got to grow in your darkness. If you yeah. can't grow in your darkness, you cannot grow in your light. It mm. does not work. I will not buy into a fairy tale of spirituality ever mm. because when you're doing true spiritual work, you will feel the pain, you will feel the sorrow, and that's because your purpose is not to inflict that on anybody else. Boom. Full stop. Yeah. That's, that's amen. That's amen. Amen. Big yeah. amen. Because you've been going amen. a little holiday to Bali and it's fabulous, yeah. but um, oh, when the work's oh, really come happening. On, right, exactly. Yeah, when yeah. the work's really happening and it's painful if and everything else. you're not doing that shadow work or dark night of the soul yeah. or mother wounding stuff, a lot of mother wounding stuff's coming up this year yeah, with a lot is. of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, father wounding stuff with a lot of people who have the son in the 12th house. I've got son in the 12th house. Mm. Um, it's a year of working on relationships. Two, two, two. Big one. We'll kick off. It'll be another major one in June, to be honest. Yeah. That's you've massive. got the solstice. We've got, you know, you've got um, Mercury enters Gemini. You've got Venus enters Gemini. You've got the other dualities happening. It's a month of revelation and it's a month of just um, growth, learning, communication. We're in the full moon of Gemini. Being in the full moon, uh, sorry, full moon in Sagittarius in Gemini, but Sagittarius is your truth talker. You know, 
I don't know if you know many Sagittarians. They don't like the yet. They say it as it is. Yeah. You know, uh, it's the, it's the, you know, it's a sign of truth. It's a truth seeker. Mm-hmm. So we're having a strawberry moon to bring new truths and revelations into this world. Eek. And that's where, yeah, the stuff that we don't always want to know about is going to come up. Yeah. We're going to hear about it. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. So, and this is all, like, I mean, um, you were saying that we're we're going into um, on the 3rd of June, which is, you know, only a few days away, but this is all sort of, and what people don't sort of recognise or take into account is that this is actually happening in the lead up to that as well. So, like, Mm -hmm. from the 28th. Um, mm-hmm. Today you were you um, I think you made a post, Sophia, about the Silvergate portal. Oh yeah, oh, that sounds beautiful. The Silvergate portal, it's absolutely beautiful, right? Um, and that's with um, Aldebaran, the star, one of the most you know uh, benevolent stars. There's four of them, and it's a portal into love, but high conscious. But before you get there, right? I don't know if any of you've been feeling it headaches, migraines. I don't know, I have. Oh, my God, I've, last right? night yeah. and this right? morning. Out of the blue, migraines. <laughs> and, and this is what happens when we get into the high frequencies. Wow. Like, do, do you know what I mean? It, it's the, the crown chakra trying to absorb. Not bad. You know, That's amazing. Taking your phone, you'll be all right. Do you know what I mean? But it, it's great, <laughs> right? But you've got to under. And this is why I love, you know, astrology. It just makes Sense. Yeah. And then we go into quantum astrology. That's another topic, right? Because, you know, astrology is not complete. Okay. I don't deal great with pop astrology. You know, it, pop astrology says, oh, you're a Leo, you're this, 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 right? No, that's pop astrology. When we're looking at true astrology, we got to look at your three major points your sun, your moon, your ascendant, right? And then through your ascendant, we can read your chart. It's going to be played out different, right? So a, a Leo in the 12th house is very different to a Leo in the 5th house mm-hmm. compared to a Leo in the 1st or, you know, and then we look at deacons in quantum astrology and then we look at the number of the degrees. You know, why, uh, a, a, you know, a sun at 27 degrees is different to a sun at 16 degrees. That's where quantum astrology goes into you know, and regular um, astrologers wouldn't go into that much no, detail. No, okay. no, no, yeah. not at yeah. all, you know. Um, but astrology is not complete until you do the quantum side of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you've got to put it all together. You know, it's it's great to say, oh, you're a Leo, you're this, this, this. Well, okay, what's the lessons for that person mm-hmm. at that degree? Why did they pick a house, in, you know, a sun in Taurus at five degrees? Why did they pick that? Oh, yeah. okay, because Taurians love stability, yeah? They need that security. Five degrees, it's going to shake it up. Mm. Five degrees is your adventurer, right? It's your discoverer, so it's going to shake things up a bit. And then can you imagine having the sun, five degrees, and the deacon of Uranus? Oh, changes everything. You're not a true Taurian. Do you know what I mean? You, you, mm. So it, you know it goes into no it. And that's where I do. I go into a bit more, you know, that's why it takes two and a half hours, three hours to read something, you know. So it, it goes into a lot, a lot of details. It's great. 
Do I people realise that? Because you and right. I have spoken about that amount of time that goes into this. There's so much time before you even get to the person. Well, before I get to the person, it takes anywhere between 8 to 12 hours to go through their whole chart. And that's not even completing the whole thing. Like you could spend years, you know, going through different things and everything comes to light in the end. You know, mm-hmm. different things will come to light. But, you know, the 12th house also is connected to the root chakra. So all the chakra systems are connected to the houses, mm. right? So, you know, uh, for example, mine, I'll, I'll, I'll shout it out. You know, the 12th house, I've got my son in the 12th at 27 degrees. It's going to be my biggest teacher, 27. Comes to a nine when you put it together, a bit rebellious at times. But the two and seven oh. is, you know, and <laughs> no, not at all. Um, but, you know, <laughs> like, and I've got a lot of, yeah, I deal with a lot of father issues. Not bad. Mm. Just you know, I love my dad to death, but you know, a lot of fa- um, father issues in my life will come, and I placed that before I came into this earth, right? So uh, that's related to my root system because of your root system or your root based chakra has a lot to do with false belief systems, mm. right? What are your beliefs? What are your fears? See how that's it's all a big connected? one. Yeah, that's right? a massive so, one. Patterns is that getting into patterns, right, patterns and the old um, stories and your old that's story massive. stuff, right? Huge. So your blueprint is your life. Now you can read some. You've got to be careful when you read someone's chart. Are you reading it at their conscious level, or are you reading it at their potential conscious level? Oh. So there's certain planets which will tell you which conscious level someone has gone through or is at Uh and what consciousness they'll go into. There are awakenings that you can see in someone's blueprint. You you can see it. I don't know if everyone says, but anyway, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Because otherwise they wouldn't understand. They wouldn't understand it, you know. So when you read someone, you've got to make sure they understand your language, Mm. right? Um. Astrology, I find, is not the, you know, people say, oh, you know, am I going to marry him? Can you do my chart? No, I don't have time for that. No, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I love that. Imagine that. Like, if someone sits down for a reading, right. they're like, get out. Yeah, get get out. Your, no. your relationship, your failed yeah, relationship. interested, right? <laughs> and, and it's not about that. Astrology no. is not about that. Astrology yeah. is more soul. What does my soul need, mm. right? You, you want to know if someone's going to marry you? It's so right? But if, if you're interested in actually knowing. No offence taken. No offence, right? <laughs> Try tarot deck, right? I love tarot. Don't get me wrong, right? But, you yeah, know. No. Um, That's but, funny. How funny is that? I should say that next time. But <laughs> if you really want to know about your blueprint, and this is when someone, yeah, obviously yeah. major things, you know, uh, pregnancies and housing and business. Yeah. Yes, you can all do that through the chart. But what I love is when I talk to people about what does their soul need? What does your soul need to nourish? Because nobody, actually 5% of the population will ask that question. Mm. And they're the 5% that you know are on that awakening journey, if that makes sense. And I think a lot of... A lot of people don't understand, Sophia, that you do go into the soul depth yeah. of, of everything. And, and a lot of, um, and you were saying when we first started this conversation about the intuitiveness um, and just, you know, knowing um, 
but I think a lot of people out there these days and people who don't understand the difference between astrology and the quantum astrology mm. and those different depths, they just expect that you have all this information, you put it into a computer and it prints out a no. receipt for you. Yeah. So uh, it's this eight, not, 10 hours like business. That. Yeah, it's yeah, right. Minutes. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Huh. That's right. That's what they. That's what no, a lot of people. True. Their mindset. That's how they they see this to be. Because, Do you know what? I think know, people in the beginning of their journey, yeah, don't appreciate things as much, right? So they go, okay, no. we just dabble and dabble. As you go on in your journey and you start to take things seriously, you tend to appreciate people's gifts a bit more in depth. So once mm-hmm. somebody talks to you about astrology. As you go on in your journey and you reach a different level, you're not going to want to know, is this going to happen? Is this, what do I need to know? What do I need to learn not to get into this, right? So we've got to look at your, okay, where's your Chiron? We've got to do Chiron wounding, right? Chiron, oh, my God, right? You've got to do your, your wounding. And you know what? You will leave this planet and probably still need to do more wounding stuff. But you've got to get the lessons. Mm. And this is where astrology, you know, what Chiron in your fourth house means very different to Chiron in your fifth house. Chiron in Taurus is very different to Chiron in Aquarius, right? So everyone can have a Chiron in Aquarius. A certain age group has Chiron in Aquarius. Where's it placed? Okay, at what degrees is it placed? So if it's placed at 27 degrees, and making a uh, square to your sun at 27 degrees, right? Which house is it happening? So when you do that, what do those two 27s add up to? 50, 54. Mm. What's it ruling? Nine. Nine again. Nine rules Mars. What's happening with Mars in your chart, right? Do you see what's happening? Interesting, yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. So there's so much going on. So... When someone says, oh, you know, this is the depth that it can go into, Mm. you know, um, yeah. The other interesting thing just on that is something that I've noticed, I don't know if Bex knows the same, since I've come in doing readings and talking to people Mm. and hearing what they're asking about and stuff like that, I used to be that person who'd go in and be like, right, you know, where's my man and when I'm going to meet him and all the details and I don't know what it's going to look like and la, la, la. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. doing this for a living, I'm just like, oh, gosh. Oh gosh. You know, another one. And what I'm I'm saying when I say that, um, what I'm meaning is that a lot of people want every little nitty-gritty detail. I want to know when. You'll is never it know it. You'll off? never know it. What's the no. date? What's the person's no. name? Their feet? Like, what is it? No. Like, so much information, What's you know? And I want to know What's that before I even walk out the front door, you know? <laughs> and I sort of go, oh, no. I think I used to be like that. Yeah. And I think that that's part of the ascension is sort of looking at people and going, wow, yeah, I, I was that. That was me. And so every day I'm like, oh, there's another me. But now, like, I'm not going out. Like, if I have a reading with someone, I just sit back and I go, just, you know, just say your thing and just tell me. And I'm just going to sit here and I'll listen. And whatever I need to know is great. It's so different when you go through that and you come through and you do the work. Because you don't need to know everything. We don't need to know what it looks like. No. Yeah? Exactly. 
Yeah. And I, w- I will, um, when I have people come for a reading myself and, and a healing, <clears throat> I will actually just, just get into it. I don't g- generally give them the opportunity to, you know, I don't sort of say, what are you here for today? Mm. What does he want to know? What is it? This, this, and this, and this. I will just give the read. I'll just be like, okay, well, this card is telling me this. What do they and need? This and, yeah. and, and go forward. And this is where you are in your chakras. This is what's, you know, there's a bit of this going on and, and what have you. And then by the time the end of the reading comes, I'll say, is there anything you really want to know? And they'll just look at me and go, no, not really. Because that's right. it and makes it makes more yeah. sense doing it that way yeah. than it does. Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's how I do my charts as well. I don't ask, mm. what do you want to know? No, I'll tell you yeah. what your soul needs to know. And yeah. It's always, yeah. Oh, my God, I love that. Sophia, um, we're going to finish up in a sec, but I just wanted to sort of find out from you. If people are sort of either thinking about, you know, maybe getting their chart done Mm -hmm. or they haven't had it done before or we're just interested in maybe learning about astrology or something, do you have any tips and tricks around, um, you know, how we can sort of uh, go about that uh, in terms of if we want to get into it? I guess it's just like an intuitive thing. I mean, you have, you know, amazing story yourself about how you discovered this was your thing. Um, but I guess any I mean, tips and tricks around look, you know, there's great I would stay clear of the internet to be honest with you, because everyone's okay. got an opinion. Okay. Yep. Um, but there are some great teachers in astrology that I do know of. Can you um, send us some links? Because I'm I just will, thinking I could yes. put some things and, in the and show notes. Actually, um, there's a there's a great teacher that I know. Um, and his name's Mark Lawrence. Um, and he's actually just moved up to Queensland. Oh, uh, but yeah. I'm, you know, I've met him here in Sydney and he's a great astrology teacher. He's got the um, Sydney School of Astrology, I think it's called. Or okay. I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, That'd be great. But you need to, you know, there's also uh, Stephen Forrest, great, great astrologer, absolutely right. great astrologer, and he does revolutionary astrology. Okay. Okay. So there's different fields and, you know, people have to uh, first Understand the planet. Don't just go in and go, I'm a Leo, I'm this, I'm that. No, it's not about that. Feel the planets. Meditate on the planets. Understand the planets. That's the best way to learn astrology. Yeah, what great advice. So, yeah, we'll get um, some links into the show notes for some of the teachers, I guess, that Sophia recommends. And, Sophia, all of your links as well. So any links that you have for Facebook, et cetera, we'll put um, all of the contact info in there. Um, just so people can get in touch with you. But we're going to have you on regularly if you're yep. happy. Yeah. Too easy. Uh, Beck, is there anything you wanted to say before we finish up with Sophia? I just have to say it's such an honour to be able to talk to Sophia today yeah. and um, and be a part of this conversation. I love being here. Thank you. Thank you I for think inviting me. Sophia's going to kick me for saying this, but um, I can just see you doing this on the telly. I can see you doing oh this. God on the telly or something do you get the same oh, feeling Beck? she's just a natural after, after, after 8 p.m for oh yes of course yes service. yes yes but you did very well you did very well you didn't swear or anything you did very, very I well i know right <laughs> that was so great wow but she's beautiful yeah. absolutely beautiful yeah we love it keep it real keep it real that's, that's what we it. like keep here. it real that's it love it definitely amazing definitely. thank you sophia thank, thank, you. thank you so much thank you for having me